1: Back to the fantasy football report, week 15. Uh, got a lot of talk about a lot of Saturday games, some big uh big fantasy news, but how's it going? Hassan?
2: Uh man, you know, it's going. We're here week one of the playoffs. We're I, I want to say we're having a good time, but we're not. <laughs> right? Like, okay, so 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 like full disclosure, I made I made the playoffs. I I, I really cut down how many leagues I plan. Um, I made the playoffs in 12 of my 15 leagues which is pretty good. Somehow I didn't get a buy. Like no buys, zero buys. I don't know how. I, I, mathematically, that should be impossible, but it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, so, 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 here, so here we are, um, and I have spent this entire week just sort of in a state of firm semi-tilt, yeah. right? Like um, I was fortunate to get a bunch of teams through in, in best ball tournaments. Uh, last week, me and, a, and another guy, uh, Timu, from the ship-chasing discord, we, we, we teamed together. We needed one catch. Uh, we, we lost one of our – we failed to advance one of our best ball teams, uh, one of the 125 teams, by uh, under a point. We needed literally a catch from anybody. Our, our, our tight ends combined for zero points. This week, they all went off, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's just how it goes. This week, uh, that team was somehow kept afloat thanks to Kirk Cousins. This would have been a really good week to have Kirk Cousins, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and we advanced our other team that him and I co on. We advanced that, but that one is not looking so hot. It's definitely not going to make it.
1: Um, yeah. How about you? No, I mean, people who have been listening to the show all season will know that my teams, both of our teams, are not in the best shape. This has not been yeah. our, our best year. But um, I've got a few best ball teams that uh, I'm hoping will get, you know, do something in this underdog tournament. Um I think the biggest news though is that the guy who won a million in the regular season did it with a true zero r b team actually a, yeah, a follower of some of our stuff he said uh, he shouted out uh Connor on Twitter, which was nice, and maybe the o t guys too so yeah
2: i I thought that was really cool like just a just a just a class act there um and congrats to him also, I do have a question uh to the for that guy King Koopa, I think his name was King cap yeah. Can cap, yeah. One, do you want to come on the show? And two, can I hold $9,999.99? <laughs> uh, um, that's if you're somehow listening to this small percentage. Uh, it's just a small I'm not asking percentage. much, and that's not a lot. Just, I mean, you know, it's just, I just want to hold it, you know, like I don't even want to like put it in my back, I just want to see it,
1: yeah. Um. Well, you mentioned Kirk Cousins, and obviously, um, yeah, we got we got, got to talk a little team. bit about this. We definitely should. So, uh, so I think oh. I, I think
2: we I think we're burying the lead here a little bit, right? Um, Matt Ryan now has blown like holds the inauspicious record for the biggest blown playoff performance of all time in the 28th eight <laughs> three Super Bowl, and now holds the record for the biggest blown regular season game of all time in this 33 zero collapse yeah so uh so i i I, uh fell asleep on my couch uh, (laughs) when this game was 33 (laughs) and i woke up i I woke up and it was like 14 like it was 33 14 Mm -hmm. or something like that i don't recall the exact number there
1: and you went back to sleep
2: and no, I just was <laughs> like, it's like, I was like, like uh, game's over. And I was like, walking around, just kind of really? like trying to get my day back on track. And then like that, like, it just went crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. Um, I mean, I wrote last week about Justin Jefferson chasing this receiving yardage record, which he's probably going to break just because he gets an extra game over what Calvin Johnson had, but would have been nice. R- Randy
2: him. Moss too, right? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna break Randy Moss's record too. I think.
1: Yeah. For the oh yeah, probably, probably. Um, I mean, he did. He is. You know, he did get hurt in this game, but it sounds like it's not serious. Yeah, it, the injury that's... the injury that was serious was Jonathan Taylor
2: first first drive mm-hmm. of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely is gonna cost me in a few leagues, uh, which is unfortunate because he was looking really really good. Um. I think he's done for the season, don't you think? This is sort of similar. Well, the f- I mean, done for yeah. the regular season, obviously. It was it's similar to us talking about Debo because it sounds like Debo might come back in Week 18 or whatever, uh, but that's pretty much outside of the regular season for fantasy.
1: Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it seems like Taylor's fantasy season might be done. I mean, yeah, if the you know the AFC South is so kind of wide open that like if the colts win a couple games it wouldn't be crazy for them to no to put him in in like week 18 in a high leverage spot so but yeah like you said i don't think it's not clear but it doesn't seem like we'll be seeing him a lot uh, for the rest of the fantasy playoffs unfortunately
2: yeah and that's a shame um because i i feel like he was a very popular pick in zero rb zero i mean hero rb type builds right yeah um, for sure yeah, it's just I mean if you had the first pick or the second pick, he was pretty popular there. <laughs> yeah, like I, I I I actually struggled in in a redraft league where I should take him or, or CMC and I took him. Right. Yeah. Just just because I'm I'm am I'm a fan, right? Like like and if, and again, it seemed like a wide open depth chart. Um like behind Pittman at the time, I didn't really I I don't really rate any of their other Ancillary guys, right? Like I don't really care too much about Paris Campbell. He's always better on paper than he is in actuality, right? Like, and then you got um Alec Pierce. I didn't think was particularly great, um and I didn't see them really turning to Naheem Hines or even Deion Jackson, right? Like I just didn't think Deion Jackson was ever going to be a thing. And um so, you know, sitting there, like it was an it was it it was an easy kind of way to split the needle because I was taking CMC in some spots and JT in some spots, right? And, uh, this is a big bummer for anybody, uh, but I was gonna ask, what does this do to his dynasty value? I think we've talked about it again, but like, where do you, where do you, where are you really drafting him in dynasty and startups? I guess It's
1: a good question. Um, I think probably the kind of bigger thing is that he just underperformed a little bit this season, um, based on where he was being drafted, and that's not even necessarily that surprising. I mean, part of the reason he was so good. Last year is because he was probably overperforming a little bit. So you expect some of that. Uh, you expect some regression. Um, I think he's still a first rounder in dynasty. Still, you know, first half of the first round. Like I don't see him dropping, dropping that far. Um, I might be trying to trade him for, I don't know, at
2: least two firsts. At least to first right yeah I was gonna say I, I would really want like the 101 right like I I mm-hmm. want like Bijan Robinson man mm-hmm right like I want like I want Bijan yeah you know um and I feel like if it's just so hard getting getting that 101 because people who need running backs, so
1: it's gonna be Bijan um and if you wow. can if you can turn Taylor into the 101 and get like another future first on top of that. So you know you're getting Bijan and a future first. Like that mm. seems like the values on the Taylor side, but I mean mm-hmm. if, if Bijan is as good as everyone is thinking, then
2: man, yeah. But he like like I mean, but that's what Bijan looks like. Yeah, right. Right? Like like he looks like a Brees Hall who looks like JT, who looks like a Saquon, right? Like, like these guys all look like the one-on-one consensus mm-hmm. first two round startup dynasty startup value type guys, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. Like if you could have traded Taylor or McCaffrey for, you know, Brees Hall and a first in this year. Right. Like you would do it. You do
2: it every time because you're, uh, especially as like a, a team who's got no use for those assets, should be doing that in that it'll allow you to reload quicker. Yeah. Right. Like 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 you're able to reload the clip quicker and then come out firing because eventually those guys' point totals are gonna exceed uh, uh, exceed CMCS and using you know CMC in like a year that's going nothing for you worsens
1: your own pick. Yeah. 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 um Yeah. I don't know. In the in the moment it's hard to think that way when you're looking at a roster with a guy like CMC or Taylor on, it's hard to think, okay, I need to go and turn this guy into future value. But- yeah. But
2: these guys are not going to turn like, they're not, I guess they give you the illusion of being a very good team, but when you get to the playoffs, man, you're not, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Especially when, when you lose your guy that you're counting on.
2: Oh yeah. When you, when you, especially, yeah, especially when you lose and then it's just your, your DOA
1: um oh, right and that's part of the part of the reason that you want to always be kind of moving these guys off your team especially after they have huge seasons so you know i mean it's not like going into the season we were all advising you know sell jonathan taylor in dynasty no because you can because you know i mean you you will never that's... find fair value
2: either <laughs> although 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 i do have a friend who um just wasn't able to find a market for a guy like aaron jones and just knew he had to get rid of him Moved mm-hmm. him for a random second, yeah. Which again, that's not fair value for Aaron Jones, right? But I mean, he's got no use to this guy. Like he's, by the time he's ready to com- contend again,
1: Aaron Jones' career is probably over. Yeah. So I mean, like with a guy like Aaron Jones, you would have wanted to try and trade him a couple years ago, and that's yeah. But like the issues at of- Taylor's level, but that's kind of you know, he was he, not you know, like really short. Fantasy. Aaron Jones.
2: Aaron Jones has somehow always been simultaneously overdrafted in startups and undervalued in trades. <laughs> you know, he's one of those weird players where no one's ever actively trying to trade for him and give you what he's worth. But the same asshole who won't trade you for him, like what he's for what he's worth, will happily take him in the second round of startups. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess. I've seen it happen quite a bit. Like people are willing mm-hmm. to give you a random second round for Aaron Jones, right? Yeah. Maybe. But the same people who are willing to do that are willing to draft him in the second round in dynasty startups. Yeah. Right. And 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 the value of a startup pick that high and the value of a rookie pick that low, it just does not like it how is it this massive gulf?
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, certainly some of it is is the timing of when you're trying to get these deals done. Yeah. But uh yeah. I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah, in I mean, any case, I think that still Taylor, you can get, uh, yeah, can get a pretty good return. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I agree. I
2: do want to quickly touch on. Um, I want to skip that Ravens game. That's terrible. I, I didn't want to touch it. Oh my god, uh, my eyes
1: bled after that one. That was terrible. Um, I do want That's, to talk a uh, little bit. Justin Tucker letting me down in just a huge way. Yeah. Yeah. That really hurts
2: more than anything. Well, this is a lot season for the Ravens. <laughs> uh, um, I do want to talk a little bit about James Cook. Um, the fact that he's slowly coming on. And okay. I want to talk about Gabe Davis and what to do with him.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, what to yeah. do with Gabe Davis. I mean, he obviously didn't live up to the hype. Like, if you took him in the end of the third round, you're pretty upset about how he's... Yeah, you're, yeah you're pretty much sitting there looking like... Um, you know, I mean, he's probably going to be the kind of guy who like you can draft in the late single digit rounds every year and he'll be good for a big game. I don't know. Is he Marvin Jones? I don't know, man. That's a little bit too,
2: too steep. I think he's still been hobbled by his ankle issues. Yeah. Um, but that said, it's not a great sign that Isaiah McKenzie is eating your lunch (laughs) and breakfast and dinner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um i mean davis is a guy who i actually like um like i thought he was good as a prospect i think he's probably a talented player but um yeah i don't know it doesn't seem like you obviously can't he's not worth the uh the value you had to pay this year and i don't know if i'm necessarily going to be trying to trade him away or trade for him or no, he's such a frozen
2: guy. Where would you draft him in baseball next year? I feel like he's gonna be a fifth rounder.
1: That's too that's too too that's rich, rich right too rich for me. I think yeah, like I think I'd be comfortable with him maybe in the eighth or ninth, but I don't even know about that. I mean, he's obviously got the big game in him like he can put up you know thirty points. He did it in week five, yep, but other than that, and one uh week ten he also had. Twenty one point three. So he's had a few like wide receiver one games and week one, I guess, was pretty good too. But yeah. but other than that, like a lot of single digit scores. So it's the sort of thing you can't uh necessarily count on. Um,
2: uh we, we have a question in the chat. Uh Caden the Colts fan asks, Daniel Jones or Arod need fifteen to win. I think I'm gonna go Daniel Jones.
1: Hmm, that's tough. I think I'm going to
2: go Daniel Jones, and I was going to save this for like our our end of of season, uh, our end of pod, but like, I think that this is going to be a more of a fireworks game than Packers-Rams, because I really don't know if you, like it's supposed to be pretty cold in Green Bay, like I think it's just going to be like a small game.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes Um, sense.
2: Daniel Sardinias says, "RIP all twelve of my best ball teams. If you had an injured reserve ball, I would win easily." Daniel, I totally feel that right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, injured reserve ball. Yeah, it would, help, it would help me in in a big way in a lot of leagues.
2: Yeah, uh, but 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 back to the topic at hand with Gabe Davis. Like, I think his 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 um, um, ADP remains inflated just because he's tethered to or tied to uh, Josh Allen right like uh, and I think that a lot of people can talk themselves into oh what if Diggs misses time and
1: like so I'll see that happening yeah that's actually another good point that I think probably contributed to some of the steam that Davis got is that Diggs was coming off what was kind of a down year for him and I think a lot of people were worried that he was just uh, regressing um, because of I mean, he's not even that old, but like twenty eight or something. So you're always worried about that with uh when receivers start to hit that kind of age. So there's a little bit of dig skepticism combined with uh the excitement about Davis after his uh one big game in the playoffs last year. So yeah, you don't have that kind of thing going on anymore. I think we're we're less afraid of what, what might happen with Diggs. So
2: yeah, so 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 Caden actually responds with I banned Stua because I was handling about the cold game. That's a good point. The the other thing about like with with the cold game was it was supposed to be like this massive snowy disaster of a game. And we saw that towards the end. Uh it seemed like they got like the end band of it. Um I the reason I the reason I'm thinking Daniel Jones over over Aaron Rodgers is because I just don't see Rodgers really going for it. But then, you know I mean? Again, that said. Rodgers does like to beat up on fast defenses that just aren't very good. Like he likes to inflate his stats. <laughs> I don't know. Blair, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you on this one because I've been
1: I mean, I don't know. It's hard to uh it's hard to bet on Daniel Jones, but it's hard to bet on Rogers this season too. So um 15 to win, I probably probably you can get that from either guy, but uh I guess I would lean Rodgers, yeah, I think I think I think we could I think
2: I'm I'm okay with Rodgers. Like I think Christian Watson, man, all the guy does is score touchdowns,
1: right? So it's that's crazy. what i have been banking on him. Rodgers, Rodgers to Watson, all right, two touchdown game. All right, we're, you know, we're rolling with Rodgers. You know, well, I don't know. Both of the, you know, Daniel Jones is playing a division opponent uh, that has, has like actual meaningful implications. I don't know what the what the Packers are are doing, but
2: uh, I think they still the backers should have a chance. I think at making the playoffs. Oh, do they? Yeah, let me just check. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they kind of do. Yeah, they're gonna need a miracle, but they could jump the Seahawks or the Lions. There's still like two games behind them, though. So yeah.
1: All right. So who knows?
2: Yeah. It, um... is, it is what it is. <laughs>
1: Yes, it is what it is. We don't I don't I don't know what to make of uh I mean the other thing of course is that, you know, against the Rams maybe maybe you don't even need a big game from Rodgers. Maybe it's going to be an Aaron Jones game.
2: Yeah. Cuz there's no Aaron Donald, right? So
1: Yeah.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
2: I don't really have much to say about some of these other games. Um, I mean, for what it's worth, today was a fairly exciting game, uh, exciting day of football. Not, not for all the right ways that you could have thought of it, right? Um, the Eagles were in a dogfight against the Bears. How about that? Uh, yeah, took a, took a took a miracle miracle um, run out, uh, like it created like a hurt special here uh, to beat the Bears.
1: What did you think there? I don't know. I mean, Montgomery had a couple touchdowns. He looked not great, but fine, you know, and Fields, of course, running a lot, uh, putting up points. Um, I didn't watch a ton of this game, but uh, I mean, the, you know, like the Jalen Hurts to AJ Brown connection is still working. There's nothing, nothing wrong there. And obviously Hurts was amazing. So From a fantasy perspective, I'm not, even though the Eagles only put up 25, I'm not like, yeah, or anything.
2: Yeah. Neither of the receivers put up those touchdowns, which is a shame. uh, Because they could have had, they could have had a massive day to day. Um, My apologies. Um, (laughs) Big old yawn here on the, (laughs) on the, on the, if you guys are watching us live. Um, But, but no, so Hertz, I mean, Myra Sanders was atrocious in this game. Hearst had all three of the rushing touchdowns. He had 17 carries for 61 yards and three scores. Mm-hmm. He also completed 22 for 37 attempts for 315 yards. Right? And, I mean, obviously, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith both went well over 100 yards um, here. Um, on the other side of the ball with the Bears, I don't know, man. Like, Justin Fields continues to do all of it. Yeah. Like, he's just that guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess what's most surprising, and maybe it's not that surprising, but, like, he's obviously good running the ball, but he's also pretty efficient yeah. when he's throwing the ball. Like, yeah, 21 completions and two touchdowns. It's not Considering huge, what
2: he's throwing to.
1: Yeah, right. Not a huge fantasy output, but I think there's definitely an element where – um see this with a lot of guys who are very mobile, like Lamar Jackson, too, where because the defense has to respect – the threat of them running it makes it easier for them to throw the ball
2: yeah um yeah I'm, I'm excited to see what a healthy they'll do with a healthy chase Claypool and and what they do with receiver i just think it was very bad process for them to have punted receiver anyway and Villas jones is not that guy
1: <laughs> your boy um, byron Pringle got a touchdown today he huh?
2: did he did he also sunk me because i had a <laughs> i had a justin fields under 32 and a half longest uh, completion prop uh, um and he went over that thanks to that Byron Pringle play so mm-hmm. um so I guess I guess you know we um bit of bit of uh, bittersweet there um outside of this I have really got nothing to say I am looking forward to next week's game though um Eagles at the Cowboys hopefully that's a big game. Um, I know that I know the Cowboys have been really good, or were really good at curbing big quarterback performances. But more uh, if you want, we can like move into that because. Um, sorry, um, they they uh, they uh, <laughs> they lost to the Jaguars today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you see what um, what Trevor Lawrence has been doing the last yeah. few weeks, like anything but yawn-inducing, so.
2: I know, I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, because because Lawrence, so Lawrence has been on fire. I mean, uh, completed twenty seven with forty two pass attempts, three hundred and eighteen yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, three of those went to the guy we highlighted this in this space last week, in Zay Jones. He got six of his eight targets for one hundred and nine yards and three t- and three scores. So, I think that uh, well, the fact that. The Cowboys, you know, bled so many points and were forced into a shootout with the Jags is a good sign for
1: next week's game, which I'm hoping turns Mm -hmm. into a shootout. Yeah. Do you think that, like, over the last four weeks, Lawrence has 300 yards and three touchdowns in three of those games? Um, And, you know, a lot of those are against teams that are, you know, we thought had kind of good defenses like the Cowboys, like Baltimore. Um, do you think that this is like Lawrence finally turning into the guy we thought he was when he came into the league? Yeah, man.
2: Like, uh, I'm. I mean, Crow here. Like, and a lot of it because <laughs> because I liked I liked I liked falsely equiv- equiv- equivocating him with uh, with uh, Zach Wilson. I was like, that's such a good troll. Yeah, um, that was such a <laughs> such a quality quality troll there. Um so and re-drafting just,
1: this if you're redrafting this class, are you taking fields first or Lawrence Lawrence I think, and then fields right? that's close I mean fields has obviously been awesome too, and fields has at this point probably kind of done it for longer so
2: yeah um i i i mean my my question for you is a little bit different um do you prefer? Do you think the Jags need to spend a first round pick on a receiver, or are they set with a top three with Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and Calvin Ridley? And then, probably going a little bit later in the draft, you find a quarter, like a, like a wide receiver, as opposed to spending on a premium receiver, of which, I mean, frankly, there's a lot in this class. Yeah. I, I think. Blair is breaking up, but uh, I'll give you guys my thoughts on it before he comes back. And I think that they don't need to spend on an on uh, spend on an early round pick just because I think Calvin Ridley might still have that dog in him. But Blair's back; it looks like his internet's sorted
1: out. So Blair, let's let's hear it. I'm back, and I was saying the exact opposite. That yeah, really, there we go. Let's I love to hear it. Yeah, let's hear they it. Really, they really should. I mean, Zay Jones has been good. Christian Kirk has been good at times, but these are replacement level players. Um, Christian yeah. Kirk is replacement level? <laughs> Zay Jones is replacement level? Zay Jones is below replacement level. Right? What?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Calvin Ridley might be a replacement level player at this point. We don't what? know. I mean... Dude, uh, I'm what are all you talking about, about? I'm all about getting some... some uh, JSN to the Jaguars.
2: Ja- yeah, but like... I know, but like Jackson...
1: GSN <laughs> might not even be that good all right who's the other quentin johnson has been mocked I, the I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think either of them are that good well what do
2: you like i gotta i gotta quite confer with some of my high state friends because those guys are like are like nuts like they were like like um now when i say nuts i mean like nuts in a good way Like like they like like somehow you know how everybody misses on like all these big prospects right but, like, but the like Ohio State fans knew who Michael Thomas was because they somehow yeah. knew, like, all the, the – the fact that he is, like, the most targeted guy in third, in third down. Yeah. And then, like – and then they followed it up with, who was the other guy who everyone missed? Yeah, Terry McLaurin, Terry F1. Right. Everyone was like, yeah. why is Terry F1 going so late? And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. These, like, rabid fans from Columbus, Ohio, know something nobody else does. Um, that was, oh. like – I I think missing on Terry McLaurin is still the biggest L the film or like the in recent memory for the film for the film watchers right
1: yeah I mean
2: we're dealing with uh, we're we're (laughs) dealing with a bunch of spam bots right now in the chat for those Um, of you who are listening to this on on (laughs) on online uh
1: okay sorry um yeah I mean well I don't know we can talk about some prospects but uh Garrett yeah. Wilson obviously is great. Olave looks pretty good and JSN outplayed them both at times. Yeah, at times.
2: And then and then and then JSN kind of lost his job to Marvin Harrison Jr., right? Like yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just it's too early for prospect talk, man. Like it's I exciting. The season's it almost over. It's
1: time to start it's time to start thinking about it. But I yeah, know. I mean, like, I kind of I hear what you're saying. Like, Zay Jones has been good, Kirk has been good, but I don't think these guys are long term. I think,
2: I, think, I, I think Kirk is a long-term answer, man. Like, I think he's a, still a very solid wide receiver, too. They paid him quite a bit. He's not going anywhere.
1: No, um, I don't think he's going anywhere. But I think that you have a chance to draft someone who could be, like, a I don't know, a round one fantasy player eventually.
2: Right. But, like, I still think Calvin Ridley's bad. got that guy in him, man. I still think – I do I, – I would not be surprised to see them skip at at, at skill player until day two yeah like i would i would not be
1: i would not be surprised about that i wouldn't necessarily be surprised about that either and there are guys yeah. like michael thomas was around to pick yeah Brown, i mean you know they don't have Evan
2: to. ingram like evan ingram's done really well like he's really come alive at the right at like the tail end of the season yeah um but yeah like on the, on the Cowboys' side of the ball, now we're talking about a team that does need to probably pick a receiver in the first round. Uh, they had one of the worst trades of the offseason, in my opinion, moving Amari Cooper for a fifth-round pick from the Browns. Massive, massive dub for the Browns. Big L for the Cowboys. Um, and they're going to need to get a running mate for CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup's clearly not it. Like, like he is, he is losing um, – so, Noah Brown – took up his wide receiver two mantle today again right mm-hmm. they caught six of his nine targets at 49 for 49 yards and two scores michael Gallup has been really phased out of the offense um like 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 they're like they're a team who you want to see GsN go to you know what I mean yeah, like that's that a team be, I want to see GsN go to that would definitely be interesting um because because you know there's ample opportunity even though they're run first team
1: yeah No, that, yeah, I think that would be also interesting. Um, There are a lot of teams that would be good for a first-round wide receiver to go to, and obviously the Cowboys could use some help there. I kind of disagree about the the Cooper trade being a bad deal for them, but that's... But I I think it's because
2: they sold him... No, (laughs) but I think it's because they sold him so low, like a fifth-rounder, and then like you're seeing all these other guys at the trade window who are, like, frankly, much worse players go for much, much more. Mm -hmm. Right. So just to dump his contract for fifth round like that was like a very bad move on their part. Yeah. Maybe.
3: Yeah.
2: Like that, like like that's what I mean.
1: Right. Yeah. That
2: makes Um, sense. uh, Speaking of teams that do need first round wide receivers the New England Patriots lost to the, to the Raiders 24 to 30. Um, You want to know how, how uh, they, they lost. Uh, Yeah. So they were winning in the fourth quarter, 24, 17. And then, uh, wrote of his favorite, uh, Keelan Cole caught a game tying pass. And then Chandler Jones had a 48 yard fumble recovery as oh, wow. the game expired in regular time. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh a... we had fun. I mean, there was fun to be had, much fun to be had. Um, Ray Stevenson with 172 yards. yards on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So he, what came. a mensch, man. What a mensch.
1: Yeah. I did not even, that he was going to play this week it's yeah what's the team out there
2: yeah i mean that just shows you how charmin pillow soft the vegas is run defense uh, the raiders and run mm-hmm. defenses
1: but um stevenson's a guy who's kind of interesting to think about his future value um because like obviously he was what an eighth ninth round pick 10th even
2: yeah he was like your quintessential zero rb league winner pick right
1: yeah and so I mean, not much about his situation will have changed next year apart from the fact that he's, like, running ahead of Damian Harris even when Harris is healthy. So, I mean, do you do you take him in, like, the second or third round next year or does the fact that it's still technically a committee keep you away from him?
2: I have no interest in taking a guy that high on an offense with, you know, as much power outages as um, the Patriots do. Like, they've got just... They've got a bunch of like wide receiver four or five masquerading as wide receiver ones and twos, right? Yeah. Like, 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 like these guys are all fine as your wide receiver four, right? Like, (laughs) maybe, I mean, Kendrick Bourne, all these guys, right? Like,
1: maybe it's just kind of um, Nelson Aguilar. But, you know, remembering Akil Harry get drafted by the Patriots and then kind of be dead makes me hope they don't take a. oh
2: man i I just i still remember those like i'm still very triggered by those like discussions of like the like the draft capital like uh acolytes saying how Nikhil harry needs to not go earlier than aj brown yeah that's a just a it was stupid at the time well
1: and it's and it's worse now at the time harry and brown were pretty similar prospects like yeah, I, think there was a case I mean, I mean,
2: I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, but like, but like, the big difference was that Brown did it against like SEC competition and without DK Metcalf. Um, it reminds me of, a, of the time when I got into a fight with like a blogger, like a like a film guy, and and like it was about AJ Brown, of course, and <laughs> and like and 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 like he because like his his preseason ranking, like his pre-draft rankings uh, for wide receivers, he had like DK Metcalf ranked as number one. And then he had DeMarcus Lodge as ranked as number fourth. And he had A.J. Brown was like unranked, which is <laughs> like which was like him taking a stand on A.J. Brown. And nice. I was just like and like, I think I think I posted something about like how film watchers have no idea what they're doing. And I put my, I, I, and I put my phone down and, and, and I went to sleep and uh, I was in Pakistan at the time. And so, like, I woke up jet lagged, like, 4.30 a.m. I opened my, my phone. I got, like, people just, like, yelling at me and having, like, intense conversations in there, in, in, in my DMA mentions. And I was like, you know, this is why no one likes you guys. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, that's funny. But when you think about the, like, how we valued Brown at that time, like, it wouldn't be that different from someone saying Harry shouldn't be ranked. Which, looking back now, we'd say, oh, yeah, that's right um Yeah. you just Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Johnson
2: asks, "I'm down 11 and have Saquon. Opponent has Aaron Jones and Matt Gay. I probably lost, right?" um <laughs> Jeff, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. I'm, I'm. I'm. really optimistic that we get some special Saquon. A uh, special Saquon performance tonight. Um, he's a special, special talent. And yeah. uh, and, and I'll be honest, man, I really need something out of him. So, <laughs> so we're all in the same boat.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know. A, well i don't know i'm uh aaron jones could just take a back seat to aj dylan or something is dylan Dillon dylan
2: still there and he he has been taking uh he has been taking a lot more of the of the of the work yeah he has been taking a lot
1: more of the work yeah okay maybe not um, um but yeah like i don't know saquon's got that got that crazy upside he can always do yeah. something insane so it's been a while since we've seen the flashes too yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't get yourself out just yet, right, and if and if AJ Dylan goes off, I need him to not score more than twenty eight points. So like, there's a healthy middle here for us, brother. Healthy <laughs> middle. Yeah. So let's just keep it hope. Let's just keep it going. Definitely. Um. All right. So just just wanted to flip on over to Desmond Ritter, who sucks. Like he is just <laughs> god awful.
1: Um, you know, compl- he is. He was bad, but. What I will say is Drake London had 70 yards, which yeah, is that's,
2: that's his only
1: redeeming factor. One of the, one of the better games he's had this season, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, look, good things happen when you're going to just relentlessly target Drake London. Right. Um, the thing is, the thing is Arthur Smith is very dogmatically addicted to that scheme of his. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you if you want to talk about like insanity, Tyler Alligier, seventeen carries, hundred and thirty nine yards in a score. Yeah, that is nuts. Um, <laughs> right, like like there are many a dead best ball team that could have used this Alligier performance. Yeah. Um, and there's I have a few teams with him in the playoffs. I think of best ball of of underdog. I'm actually gonna pull up right now. That are not going to advance, but <laughs> Aligier cracked the, the the starting lineup ahead of ahead of guys like. Hang on, here we go. Uh, pulling up this failed squad that is not going to make it. But, you know, Aligier cracks my lineup, and you know who doesn't? Alvin Camara. yeah yeah, that's right. You know who else doesn't? Um, well, Kenneth Walker, obviously not. <laughs> but uh, but Isaiah Spiller obviously not. But Alvin Kamara doesn't make it. So as J.K. Dobbins does.
1: But I mean I don't know. You got uh, 100 and what was that? 139 yards on 17 carries and a score. Yeah. Like yeah. You know when your when your quarterback... uh I'd score,
2: score Nick Chubb. I'd score Nick Chubb. That's the other one.
1: There you go. When your quarterback completes only half his passes for 97 yards. I mean yeah. Go to the running back. That's the only thing that's working. I guess right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I but I mean. This is another team that honestly needs a first round receiver. Uh am not, uh, not receiver, quarterback for sure. Um the coach. Uh, definitely needs a coaching change. Whole like and a healthy Kyle Pitts would be helpful, but that's a different story. Yeah. Rashid Shaheed is an interesting guy. If you want he, to talk about him, yeah. I uh I, I, I was lucky, I was that. lucky to get him off waivers in a few dynasty leagues.
1: Yeah, he's definitely interesting. He's got uh a uh I don't actually even know this. I assume he's got some speed. Oh, some, a lot of speed, man. The way he is. The way he using
2: is he's fast, dude. He's fast. Every time he touches the ball, uh, he looks like he's going to take it to the house. Yeah. Um, let me just pull it up. Let me pull up the stats here. Rashid Shahid. Uh, yikes! Did he not run? Or why are his stats not loading? What are you in? I'm in the. Oh, he was a UDFA. Hey, good evening, Joe and Derpy. Thanks for joining and joining in. Um, we were just discussing Rashid Shahid. It looks like he's not in any of our stat stuff. Yeah,
1: I don't think he was a, a uh, FBS no player, was he? No, and he was a he was, a, he was a UDFA. He was
2: a UDFA who earned this spot. I I think I'm very very very. I mean uh today friend of the podcast john Lipinski, uh highlighted and told everybody like hey try to play um shahid anytime touchdown they, his pricing is way off it was like plus 420 or something which haha yeah 420 joke but <laughs> um but yeah i mean he scored t- he scored a td it was fairly early he he honestly torched like he made the the falcons db's life hell um and, and really has kind of been one of the reasons why um Olave didn't hit his, like his ceiling this year, uh, this week. So where are you drafting Shahid next year, or is he more like a KJ Osborne type of guy?
1: Um, until I see more from him, he's uh, he's more like a KJ Osborne guy for me. Yeah, I think, but I think I'm very into him then, right? Like I like, 16th, 17th, 18th round. Like, would you not be yeah. mashing him? No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think he's definitely, at least in best ball. I'm I'm really happy to take him there on a lot of teams. Um yeah, I would want to see him do a little bit more in terms of like earning earning targets and kind of showing that he has more to his game than just the default. Just speed. yeah, yeah. But um he definitely makes sense as a as a guy you can take a flyer on in the in the sixteenth round or something.
2: Here's a guy who I just found out exists, Adam Prentice. <laughs> I don't know why that's so yeah. funny. He's a fullback. We don't have to talk about this. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. I don't think I have many notes uh, on the Steelers Panthers game except for Deontay Johnson. And I hope to God Vegas hands another another um, four and a half rest to- reception yards total. All right. Uh. Derpy asks. I need opinion here. This will determine my season. I'm down 89 points. Need at least 15 to 20 points. So, my question is: Akers or Gibson? His opponent has 120 minutes left at Packers and Samuel. Acres plays the Packers and Gibson plays the Giants. Um, and I think I might actually just roll with Acres here. It sounds stupid, but
1: <laughs> no, I don't know.
2: Blair, help me out.
1: Well, uh, I, was I, Gibson, I, I, but I actually think, pretty think pretty I'm, yeah, I'm back.
2: I think I like Gibson,
1: yeah. Right. I like, I like Gibson a lot. In a vacuum, you prefer Gibson. The thing about the Rams is that they don't really have anyone else other than Akers. Um, and I mean, he at least put up one good game. Um, yeah, two weeks ago, he had 19 fantasy points. I mean, he's not getting any targets. So he's not, he doesn't even have as much upside theoretically as Gibson does. Akers. yeah.
2: So, the, so over, according to uh, I'm just gonna pull up a Gillespie. Yeah. I want to compare these guys because that's probably the best way to do this.
1: That's true. Um. Yeah. I mean, the only reason you wouldn't just prefer Gibson straight up, I think, is because yeah. you have Brian Robinson who has yeah. lately shown a little bit more at a little. So our capacity. so
2: our Gillespie projections have um Gibson as uh, a ten point PPR average. Um, and it's got acres at four and a half <laughs> and if yeah. you if if you want we can tell you a little bit about how this works, but it's like basically a simulation um that'll sim out you know performances about ten thousand times or whatever it is that Dave's got it's well, set to do and it, it's takes into account. Looking,
1: it's actually looking at similar players yeah. playing against similar teams and it uses and, yeah it takes matchup into account right it uses the matchup and it uses a player's. Has stats and it does give a little more weight to more recent performances. So um, you know, Aker's performance against Seattle would get more yeah. weight than his performance in week 10 or whatever. But and, still. Yeah, and and, and, and joking makes a good point. Rob
2: got 20 carries last game. Aker's is basically his volume is locked, right? So so you can you can tell us that yeah, I don't really like your Gillespie projections. I just want the volume, but I would go with Aker's.
1: Okay. I would go with Gibson. So there you go. And I, would, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, would, I, I, I think I, think I point, would go. With Gibson I can because Gibson. understand liking acres for the volume, but yeah, it's the wrong kind of volume. I think.
2: Yeah. Joe, Joe, do you think, do you think acres carries more upside or do you think Gibson does? Just out of curiosity?
1: I mean, I'm that. assuming that this is PPR, but if it's not, then that, that obviously yeah,
2: th- that changes. Yeah. Uh, but but while we wait for Joe to answer, I want to talk a little bit about Deontay. He said he, uh, yeah, don't worry about it, Derpy. Like like Derpy is admonishing himself a little bit. Uh, yeah, Joe thinks Robinson is guaranteed to vulture. So you, are you suggesting that that Cam Akers is the play? Because I could I I I don't mind going with Akers. I and and Derpy's admonishing himself in our comments for not going with Monster, but I did the same. Mm-hmm. I didn't go with Monster, so I wouldn't I wouldn't beat yourself up too badly there, buddy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not. I the point about Robinson vulturing is is valid, and he's yeah. also even been more involved as a yeah, as a pass catcher. So, um, there is that to worry about. Uh, he yeah, I think I Gibson think I had two catches in week 13, so um, yeah, I think I think I, new think, new I new think I would, I think
2: I would, uh, Godspeed, Joe. You're starting Kyron <laughs> Williams in an FFBC playoff tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I think I think I might actually lead go with go with acres um i mean i don't like it either way but who <laughs> uh ball gibson probably gibson probably but
1: uh, yeah yeah that's yeah. a tough one and that's that's why i think i would prefer gibson because he does have yeah. those um those receiving that receiving yeah that yeah, gibson does have, yeah. That. but it's tough yeah it is tough um
2: so i think that's the way you, yeah it's just a tough one man um, yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say like, like Vegas hung a four and a half Rex total for, for Deontay this week. I played the over and he sailed over. Yeah. He was, he was feeling himself today too. He was like getting in the face of like all these defensive backs just yelling at them. Man's going to get paid one way or another. I think this off season, um, but it is weird to see how much he flourishes with, uh, Trubisky on the center versus Pickett. Yeah. Um Pickett seems to prefer pickens and and freermouth
1: yeah uh,
2: which is which is interesting um yep. so I wanted to gauge like where do you think like we we've talked about these three time and time again but where where are you gonna where would you realistically be
1: in on on them i guess in 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 dynasty in dynasty i'm having dynasty i'd still have pickens ahead of johnson and that probably is going to be an unpopular way to rank them but i think um even if even if we see you know trubisky play out the year and give more volume to johnson still pickens has that uh crazy kind of upside um and he's been really good as a rookie we know those guys tend to get more volume in year two we know they tend to continue to outperform um so I'd have Pickens ahead of Johnson and Fryermuth, uh has also looked good. Apart from yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we I
2: think God, I I wouldn't be see, I wouldn't be surprised if Friermuth go ahead of both of them because of the
1: scarcity at the DE well, position. Yeah, that would probably surprise me. I could, I, I don't. I, I'm guessing that both Pickens and Deontay end up as like fifth rounders. In I think they all end up at fifth rounders, right? I think they all go like in the fifth round. Yeah, I don't know if I see Friermuth getting that
2: high, but maybe. I just it's just because he plays te, dude. Yeah, like he's just because he plays te. Although, although we can we can probably end our show on this one. Um, I, I know we kind of went went beyond it, but the reason I brought up the Patriots Raiders game was because Darren Waller is back, got yeah. all three of his targets for 48 yards in a score. He looked good doing it too.
1: Yeah, he had a nice touchdown, touchdown catch. Um, he's another guy <sighs> who I didn't even know was gonna play. I had him on my bench in a couple leagues, luckily, nothing where I where I needed to win, where I needed his points rather. Um, so uh, I think I'm going to be okay, but, but yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Is he, uh, Um, you know, obviously he's been hurt most of the season, but even before he was injured, he wasn't playing great. No. Um, Do you think that he's a guy you can, you can feel good about drafting next year where he's going to be, which is probably, I don't know, sixth round in FFPC at least maybe earlier. <laughs> no i'm not doing that <laughs> uh not in the
2: sixth yeah better better things to do in life <laughs> well there you go yeah but um yeah Briarmouth
1: ranked ahead of waller in reed next year easily, easily easily easily, okay yeah
2: yeah but yeah um yeah but i think we're gonna mosey on out uh blair any any big hot days for any of the games
1: this week Oh man, I have I have no hot takes. Uh, Antonio Gibson catches ten passes for I, 100 yards and two touchdowns. There you go. Before
2: we, before we get out of here, Joe King asks, good question. <laughs> Where is Injoku, buddy? Oh yeah, that's a good question. D seven, I think. D seven oh, or D eight? Yeah. You have a baller. Oh yeah, I think wow. he's gonna go. I think he's gonna go in the in the eighth round, ninth round. I think I think he's gonna go very and and that's non FFPCs. I'm talking underdog right now. Like I think I think he can go very well, I think very the ninth high. round
1: on underdog. That could be like fifth round on FFPC. Ah, uh, you can see it, baby. Because
2: look, cause like, cause like the, the thesis is there, right? Um, and Joku's played well when he's when he's when he's healthy, and then Deshaun Watson is like don't expect a discount on him next year. Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> um so everyone's gonna expect him to take a step forward i don't i think the browns might actually avoid receiver this draft for some reason it's just it's just a weird feeling that i have right now like, like like sitting here in december i'm just having this weird feeling that the browns are happy with where they're at with this receiver core and they're gonna try to bulk up defense and maybe take some later flyers but i okay. can see like an in Injoku there in the seventh eighth
1: all right last question Dynasty. Who would you rather have, Cooper or Donovan Peoples Jones? And that's tough.
2: Damn you! I probably have a Marty, but damn you! <laughs> uh, I had,
1: had Peoples Jones. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Cooper in Dynasty last year, kind of as a joke, but um, <laughs>
3: but
1: I got a lot of hate for
2: it. DPJ has arrived, dude. Yeah, I had him on quite a lot of my advancing baseball teams, and they're all gonna die this week. But yeah, you know, he was here.
1: Yeah. He was here. I don't know if he's like the guy. Like Cleveland's another team that probably should take a first round wide receiver.
2: But yeah, um, who knows? That's a great. That's a really good question, Joe. That's a great question.
1: Yeah. All right. On that note, I think we're gonna call it a night. You can catch us next week. We're gonna be doing it on uh, Monday night. Monday night, Christmas day. So we're, yeah, I hope you guys have off. a merry Christmas. Definitely. Uh, merry um, Christmas. Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays!
2: Um, hope you hope you all hope you all uh, are gonna advance, and uh, we'll talk at you next week.
1: Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, remember to rate and review the uh, podcast channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're not already. And uh, happy holidays, as uh, Hassan said. And yeah, best wishes to uh, to you and yours, and all that.
2: Lots so, uh, of to everybody in the playoffs. Bye.